0: This is the day. There is no other day. This is the day. In other words, I release every thought that smacks of, maybe we can do this some other time. There is no other time. Today is the Super Bowl. Today is the day I give birth. Today is the day I die. That powerful quote is from Stephen Pressfield, a book he wrote called Put Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants To Be. Highly recommend you check him out as an author. I've uh, read a few philosopher's notes. I've read some quotes from him. I've heard multiple of his interviews, uh, you know, on uh, Rich Roll, on Joe Rogan, on a few other places, and uh, he's always full of wisdom. He definitely definitely um will help you in your creative pursuit he's the author of turning pro um a few other things and uh he's got a phenomenal uh story he's on tim ferris podcast too as a guest and so uh he's a prolific writer and he helps other people do do that but it's any creative act um the point of this podcast or well the point of this quote rather is uh You know, I I felt it was apropos to share that quote, considering that the recording date today is the actual Super Bowl. So today is the Super Bowl. But his point is that this is an evergreen quote, that today is the day. There is always a always today. And there is no yesterday and there possibly will be no tomorrow. And these things that we might put off for whatever reason, whatever story we tell ourselves, it's not worthwhile because today is the day that you have. And so it really puts into question uh, whether or not this endeavor is something to do, that it is important, that we actually do have the desire to, to put forth the effort. If today we decide that it's better done later. And so uh, I really like that quote. Um, Today is the day. Today's the Super Bowl, baby. Every day is. That's how the, I mean, what do you think about Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid? What do you think about Jalen Hurts, whoever the head coach of the Eagles is? Do you think that they were saying the Super Bowl is in February? They're thinking, today we're going to play like the Super Bowl. Today we're going to play like the Super Bowl. Today we're going to practice like the Super Bowl. So that, uh, what, what is the Latin phrase I shared on LinkedIn the other day? An- another thing from a heroic plus one. "esse quam videre. "Esse quam videre is a Latin phrase that means to be rather than to seem. Powerful, powerful phrase uh, that, that shifts our orientation not to I'm going to appear to be how I hope other people see me or how I see myself. I'll window dress everything. No, it is it is to to have the integrity to become that best version, that version of yourself that you aspire to be, to step into that person, that reality, to make it real, to bring it from idea into action, from theory to practice. And so uh, today, it's the Strong Calm Podcast. If it's your first time, uh, hello. If it's your last time, hello. If it's uh, every time, I really appreciate you. And um, my name's Aaron Dunn. Strong calm, C-O-M, the root word that means together or in common. I use that word as a springboard to speak about, to speak with others about three ideas, three things, and then whatever else might come up. Calm, unication, communication, how we communicate With ourselves, with others, with life, with life itself, online, offline communication, the conversations that we enter in and how those create worlds, really Uh, community building. That's the second C, calm communication, community building, how we are tied together, the virtues that bring us together, the values that, that bring us together, that hold us together, that we co-create and make manifest so that we can build strong company. That's the third C, communication, community building company, whether that's the company you're building as a business or the company that you keep the people around you. I believe that communication, when it's got strength, when when, when, we have strong communication, we'll have stronger community building and thereby have stronger company, that double entendre I spoke of last time. Uh, and so today uh, is, a, is a fun episode because I'm going to share 10 ideas from my journal. That was one working title I was working on, 10 ideas from my journal, 10, 10, uh, 10 ideas from my handbook, you know, I'm kind of making a, a man, a handbook, so to speak. Um, 10 ideas. These are just 10 ideas. And so if, uh, you've been following along, I had 33 ideas leading up to my birthday. That was a month ago. And so today, uh, it, it's it, as a practice of a writer and, uh, as I go through the, the heroic coaching program and I continue to refine, define and, and, um, and, and, and make make real these, my own personal protocol, my own personal philosophies, uh, as I, as I, as I work to make them a reality in my own life and work them out, uh, first they've got to get to my head, right? They've got to, they've got to develop, have to be worked out. And then, then I put them on a page. It's just that second act of creation. Like Stephen Covey talks about like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's the, the initial act and then there's the secondary act. I can't remember. It's from seven habits, but, uh, it, it, it has something to do with, there's that first initial act of creation. And then there's that second actual realization of the creation. And so you put the pen to paper and, um, it, it, it starts to work your mind a little bit different way. And so, uh, I've done that a few times, just drafting, drafting, drafting to get to these 10 and I will continue to draft and draft and draft until, uh, you know, maybe uh number 10 becomes number eight or number eight become, you know, gets deleted and I get a different one. And so, um, it, it is an iterative iterative process. It is a evolution that I continue to, uh, bring myself into. And I invite you in, uh, to this conversation hopefully these 10 ideas, maybe they'll they'll have a nugget of wisdom for you. Maybe uh today you'll you'll get at least one quote. I mean, I started it with one quote. Hopefully that one quote uh just it was a good appetizer. And uh you're you're ready for more. You're ready for a full entree and some dessert afterward, you know? And so um hopefully you get some some value out of this. Um it it is part of my practice in terms of uh becoming a better person, individual, uh, to be of uh, a greater contribution to my fellow man, to, you know, uh, to, 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 to live the mission that I have to enrich, encourage, and empower another with my voice volition and, uh, on, on, onward toward, toward victory. And so without further ado, I'm going to share these 10 because I don't want to keep you too, too long. I like to I'd like to get right into it. So let me bring up my notes here. I've got my notes on my one that I've been, I've, I've been keeping and, uh, I'm probably going to draft these into another program, but I also have the notes that I've been keeping in my actual journal that I wrote down. So I might flip, you might hear some pages. You might hear some pages flipping, uh, so I can get to particular things, but I've got, I've got 10 points, 10 ideas, and then I'm going to supplement those with some like further ideas, like a little bit more further down. And, uh, this just kind of gives you a clue into to kind of how writing works for me as well and I don't know if everybody does it this way but um you know it's just kind of like a a further it's like it's like mind mapping and then it's 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 big and then it just narrow 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 into like bullet points and and then into words and That's just how it goes, but this is not a writing episode because, uh, I'm not the best writer, I guess, but I am, I am practicing, I'm a practicing writer. And so this is part of my practice, this practice in public, this preaching before practice, this practice, this preach practice, uh, call back to the last episode. Um, I didn't even put that into the episode. It was just, uh, in the audio, it was just a title that I got after the fact, but yes, preach practice. Uh, my intention on that was, was look, um, I, I never want to just preach. I want to practice and I want to practice there about what I preach. And, uh, if there's a good idea that I'm not quite practicing, I'll let you know. Uh, but the things that I am preaching, I am practicing not to say I'm perfect, but they, I am a work in progress as we all are. And so, um, Anyway, it was also a, a uh, it was also a play on, it's been a little a while before I, uh, since I last recorded a podcast. So I uh, wanted to uh, practice. It's like preach practice. Yeah. I hope you get it. Anyway, without further ado, my 10 big ideas, my here, here's 10 ideas for you. Uh These are, these are somewhat what I've learned from the heroic coach program. Uh, alchemized into my own sort of understanding of philosophies, uh, understandings and philosophies. Like again, I had 33 and then now I've got 10 and, uh, I'm going to refine these 10 into a strong, strong 10. And, uh, they, they have elements of stuff I've talked about stuff I've learned, Pro, you know, they're supported by so, so much wisdom that the heroic, uh, coach program and the heroic community, um, you know, the philosophers notes, so many, so many, so many great, uh, exemplars, wisdom, uh, you know, uh, wisdom practices, uh, ideas, scientists, um, uh, these, these things are all supported um, through people that are uh, smarter than me. I'm just trying to make it over here, you know? So um, anyway, again, without further ado, here we go. So uh, also, also, if you enjoy this episode, you enjoyed last episode, please connect with me at done on purpose Instagram. And then if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter where you're guaranteed to, to get this in your inbox, uh, please do localleadership.substack.com. Uh, I'd really uh appreciate that just shows me that you know there are listeners out there and the i mean it this is the point of the podcast right it's or the point of like the ethos of communication strong communication um it's not just megaphones over here it's 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 two ears one mouth and so i've got two ears open and uh willing to to have a conversation um about these subjects with anybody who'd uh, be interested in having one and so you're invited to to contribute. Let's hear your voice. So here's mine. All right. So 10 ideas. Number one, heart, mind, soul. This is a heart, mind, soul. So I, 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 wrote this one down, um, as a, as a call to, uh, my, my scriptural upbringing, uh, Lord God says, you must Love the Lord with all your heart all your mind and all your spirit, all your soul and so uh there there's that one layer to that, but also um, I have a heart and I have a brain tattooed on my arm. And I, ta- I did that because I am very, uh, passionate about this mind body connection. They say, uh, it, it is, it is, it is science, it is science that physiology drives psychology. Physiology drives psychology, and I started to realize that when I started to to run, when I started to be more physical. I've I've never been a very physical person until uh, the last like five to six years, eight years, something like that. And uh, when I realized that that oh wow, when I'm physically healthy, I'm more mentally healthy. um, That really started to, to to create a shift. And so this 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 idea is is talking about the connection between the heart, the mind, and then the spirit as well. And how these all three have integration, they're, they're integrated. It's not that they're separate, they're, they're, they're separate, but they're also equally as important and they feed one another. And so the virtue that I would, uh, map this to is zest. Zest is, uh, one of the virtues that is scientifically studied and, um, Attributed to being most highly correlated with human flourishing, and so this, like the this concept, this idea would would touch in on on that to cultivate zest through our body, our physical body. I think about what we ingest, um, whether you know whatever vices they are in in terms of what we ingest uh making sure that we're taking care of our, our body. And I kind of framed it up this way. The, the heart, the mind, the soul here's, here's the deeper layer, right? So the heart, the mind, the soul, the body temple, the body as temple. Okay. And then, uh, one of the, the 33 ideas that I had was sweat every day. And then the, the heroic coaching program talks about the fundamentals, the fundies, the eat, to move, to sleep, to breathe, to focus, to celebrate, to prosper, these fundamentals, these things that when we get these things down—eat, move, sleep, breathe, focus, celebrate, prosper—especially uh, those physical ones: eat, move, breathe, sleep. Uh, it's hard to have a, a bad day when when we when we eat right, when we move a little bit, when we sleep, and when we breathe and take control of our breath and have presence. Then uh, it's hard. It's hard to have a, a bad day to feel bad because we're taking care of. That body as a temple. The mind, the inner citadel. It is a, uh, inner citadel is a, is a, uh, wonderful, it, it is a book. I've got a philosopher's note on, uh, that, or, or I read a philosopher's note on that from the heroic community. Really, really great book. Uh, and it's, it's about, um, Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius's, uh, concept. Um, and so it is, uh, yeah, it's a book about, Marcus Aurelius and his meditations and the inner citadel being this like here's a here's a quote here from it. Most people are not alive because they do not live in the present, but are always outside of themselves, alienated and dragged backwards and forwards by the past and by the present. They do not know that the present is the only point at which they are truly themselves and free. The present is the only point which, thanks to our action and our consciousness, gives us access to the totality. Of the world. Powerful quote. And so it's just this presence of mind being. Still and knowing. And I struggle with this. It's not. Easy for me. I'm, I'm a very like, okay, I gotta have the checklist. I, I gotta get these things done today. If I don't get them done, then I feel bad or, or what have you. Like I, I can be pretty hard on myself sometimes, or if I like it's, it's hard. So that's why meditation and breathing has been very helpful for me over the past like year as I've practiced and gotten more into it. And I would say months because I didn't start until um, a few months ago. But, uh, it is a daily practice that I am, you know, uh, cultivating. And it, it does help me make sure that I have the proper focus, that I have the proper presence uh, that I need to have with uh, my relationships and relationships with others and myself and and life itself. Okay. And so uh, the inner citadel of the mind, and then uh, the concept of uh, solitude is in there. And then the soul, the sanctuary. So we have body temple, the inner citadel and the sanctuary. And uh, I've been thinking a lot about, I've been reading this book that was gifted by my Aunt and Uncle, uh, my and uh, Karen and Uncle Tom love them, sending them prayers, sending them love. They uh, they sent me this book called Time and Man by uh, by a Orthodox Christian monk, and it's powerful, powerful, deep, philosophical. <laughs> and i mean really makes you think about our relationship with time and uh what it means to have a relationship with time and 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 god and the concept of us as 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 uh temporal human beings in relationship with a eternal god it is like Whoa, deep, deep, deep. And so, uh, not going to get into that too much, but uh, sanctuary also comes to mind with like being, like uh, being, just being. Uh, I've, I've studied Earhart and Heidegger and the concept of being, what that means to be. And, uh, yeah, it's, this is not a, uh, this is not a, this is not a, I'm going to, I'm going to study and then get the, get the degree and I'm done. This is a lifelong study. So heart, mind, soul, that's the first big, uh, idea from my journal, which as you could tell can go deep. And, uh, I can, I, I'm excited to like dive deeper into these concepts and, uh, nail down this protocol in terms of, uh, you know, what, what it actually means. I mean, it's, it can go, it can go a lot of different ways, but, uh, that's one thing. Th- those are three things that I've learned and kind of alchemized myself. And, uh, let's get to number two. So number two, uh, roots and wings. And so if you've been following along, you've probably, uh, been uh, introduced these two concepts, these two concepts I've worked on for a long time. And this is really a, an homage, uh, to the relationship that I have with my mother and father, love them dearly, get to see them both today. And so that's why I'm recording this podcast now. And, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of tied to the virtue of gratitude, uh, being, being grateful for what you have for your upbringing and for, um, you know, the, what, you know like the the first people who brought you into the world now, I am sensitive and and empathetic to the fact that not everybody has a relationship that is strong with their parents and like of course, I've had crossways with my mom and dad or you know at different various times, but over and all in general, uh, I have a loving family uh i I do truly have a loving family, and I'm very grateful for that appreciate that, and this is a celebration of that because I understand that not everybody has that um, but it Even if you don't, uh, I think about the roots, the wing, the, the roots and wings in this way of like being grateful for, um, uh, for what you have and, uh taking it, here's a concept from her coach that I learned, uh, informed by a philosopher's note, uh, on gratitude. Uh, I'll see if I can find it and link it, but it's, it is, uh, taking things as granted, not for granted. And so even if things are not perfect, there's plenty of things that aren't, it's like, okay, well, how can I take this and learn from it? my, my loving wife, I love her to death. She has, uh, so many plants around the house and I probably wouldn't have one plant. And so she makes this, uh, makes our home so much more uh, vibrant and, and life giving by giving life to all these plants, but not all of them make it all the time. You know, it's just the nature, it's this, the natural world that we live in. Things live, grow, they die. And so, uh, it, it is all an iterative, it, it is all a learning process, right? And Chelsea's always like, okay, so what do I need to do next? What, you know, how can I make them grow better? Or, uh, well, you know, what did I learn from that? And so it's part, that's part of this is like, I'm grateful for these experiences. So then we can learn and, and then grow the garden to a greater degree. She's got all kinds of plans, uh, now that we're going from winter to spring. And so, uh, being grant, uh, being, being grateful, having appreciation, Celebrating these things. Uh, I'll link to the write up that I did on roots and wings and how my mother and father are kind of the the prototypical uh, illustrations of that for me, uh, having strong roots and, and wings uh, and spreading the wings and flying. Like, uh, if, if roots is, is gratitude and appreciation wings has to do with, with hope. The science of hope is as having an aspiring goal agency and pathways that comes from the heroic coach program. So goal agency and pathways saying, uh, this is where I want to go. Um, I have the agency to get there or what do I need to to have the agency to get there. And then what are the multiple pathways that I could possibly take, uh, to, to reach that. And so, uh, being, being open and, and creative about those pathways as well of like, okay, uh, playing with, with time constraints or playing with, uh, different, different approaches, uh, to, to have hope and, and go forward with hope, uh, AKA prospering. That's what prospering etymologically is. And so, uh, Roots and Wings is that one, uh, uh, graciousness, gratitude, hope. And, uh, let's go to this, let's go to this third one. And these are not in particular order. This is on a, you know, I'm just, this is, this is, uh, this is just sharing. This is sharing. This is, this is a brainstorm. This is first drafts, uh, so to speak. So this concept is called, uh, this idea is Veritas. And, uh, you probably know, but maybe if you don't, Veritas means truth. And, uh, I've been thinking about this quite a bit, uh, well, I say quite a bit, uh, it's a, it's a draft, right. But truth, truthfulness, reality, real life. And, uh, just thinking about like how powerful and, 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 and important truth is to acceptance, you know, like, like being okay with everything I am and everything that I'm not, being okay with what is happening. It's, it, it, it's, it's maybe not being like bad things happen. Okay. But distinct, distinguishing between what happened and the story I have about what happened, distinguishing between the what happened and the story that I have about what happened and accepting everything it is and everything it isn't. Uh, coming to things with, here's a tool from her coach, uh, hammer versus flashlight. Saying, OK, well, you know, instead of shaming myself with a hammer, I'm going to just bring a flashlight to a situation and say, OK, well, what what now? What do we do now, given the facts that I've got about the situation and, and just flashlighting it, flashlighting being curious? This is a virtue of curiosity, it's inspecting things, testing things, experimenting with things and saying, what is the truth of this and saying, all right, um, what works, what doesn't, you know, and what needs work? And, and, and constantly doing that, verifying, trusting, but verifying. And so Veritas is this idea of getting more comfortable with the relationship of truth and understanding that, look, I'm fallible. I'm not perfect. I'm not going to have it all together, but that's, that is a beautiful thing. That is that another uh, reminder that I've gotten from this, this program has been you're right on time. And so I want to encourage you in that as well as that you're right on time. So often I felt like, oh man, I should be where I should be somewhere else, you know, in my, my work relationships, in my physical, in my mental, in my spiritual, in my love and all this stuff. But the reality is we're right on time. We're right on time. And like becoming more aware of like, look, I am who I am right now and all I can do is and all i can control is what i've got at the moment so let's just enter this moment today as if it was the super bowl and be fully present and alive today in pursuit to that higher goal in service to others to a greater purpose veritas so got plenty of other things to say on that excited to dive deeper into that, um, as well. So, uh, trust thyself is another one. Um, trust thyself is, uh, a concept that I got, um, really from, from Emerson. Um, Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson. I've got his book on my shelf, selected writings from Emerson, a fantastic writer from, uh, I don't know, the mid centuries ago, hundreds of years ago, something like that. And, uh, he's real, real smart. Um, uh, Brian Johnson, the founder of Heroka, talks a lot about him. But this concept of trust thyself, it's from self-reliance, The the one of his essays in self-reliance. Powerful, powerful text about really just like knowing that you know what you must do and saying, look, I'm, you know, he talks about like one of the quotes is has something to sort of like. Be willing to change, change your change your words between today and tomorrow and and own them, you know, be stalwart about them uh, from today and and tomorrow, even if they change and saying, look, uh, that's not me anymore. This is how I do it now. Or, or what have you. Now that doesn't mean to flip flop. That doesn't mean to not have integrity. Like you, you want to tie it to, you know, greater concepts, virtues, values. Um, but at the same time, it does empower me to say, look, like this is not what th- this doesn't work. So I'm going to I'm going to change. I'm going to change my tone. I'm going to change uh, my approach and I'm going to move forward in this way. I trust myself such that I know I have agency to go forward this way and make a change, a positive change uh, happen. Um, virtue tie here is courage to act in the presence of fear. There's been so many times where, um, I've had to remind myself that, uh, look, I'm just being, or I've had to realize that like, I've just been operating in fear mode. I haven't been, um, you know, the, the most courageous person because I'll just like let things happen instead of rising up, raising my voice and saying, no, this is, this is what, this is, this is, this is what I believe. This is what I think needs to happen. No, I'm going to raise my hand and, uh, not let fear, uh, overcome what I believe is true. And, uh, to trust myself, to trust myself that I do know best in terms of what is good for me, or maybe even what is good for the whole. Um, that's not, that's not to be a point of arrogance, there's a a vice of excess there, but uh, finding the mean between you know um, you know the the balance between arrogance and uh, and confidence and 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 saying, look, here's the way. Being a leader in that trusting trusting this is what this is what needs to happen. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, this is also bolstered by this powerful concept called the Jonah complex, which is really cool. It touches based on the scripture, but like, uh, Jonah complex, this comes from Abraham Maslow's, uh, uh, unpublished works, uh, that came out in a book called future visions. I read this, uh, philosopher's note on, uh, really, really powerful. Um, and I'll, I'll work to link this. But, uh, the Jonah complex, if you remember Jonah in the whale, everybody remembers the whale. I remember the whale. I remember Jonah gets in a whale and then that's it. But like, you know, if you don't revisit the story, you know, regularly, like, I think that's all it's about. But what it's truly really about is Jonah running from God, running from the call of God, running, 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 and like trying to go everywhere to get away from, look, this is your call. You better answer it. And, uh, you know, I, I can relate to Jonah in that fact in that that, you know, it, it's something as simple as recording a, and publishing a podcast or speaking up at work or uh, having a tough conversation with a loved one or, uh, you know, sending a, a message or or whatever it might be doing doing something, you know, like whatever that thing is that we run from. Uh, be it from ourselves, from others or life itself, uh, the, that thing that we're running from uh, being the thing that we must confront and knowing that like and trusting the fact that, look, y- you can confront it. It is confrontable. And it's actually probably going to be much better if you just confront it faster instead of prolonging it. You might not end up in the belly of a whale at the end of the day. And so, uh, there's a powerful quote from that too. Um, let me see if I can, uh, let me see if I can find it because man, it is just great. Uh, let's see here. Here's a quote from it, okay? Here's another quote, Jonah Complex. It frequently takes half a lifetime for the creatively talented individual to come to terms with one's own talent, to accept it fully, and to unleash oneself, that is, to be post-ambivalent about one's talent. In our society, the superior individual generally learns to put on a chameleon-like cloak of false modesty or humility, or at the very least, she has learned not to say openly what she thinks of herself in her high capacities. In order to avoid punishment, she becomes humble, ingra- ing- ingratiating, appeasing, even masochistic. In short, due to fear of punishment of being superior, she becomes inferior and throws away some of her capacity. That is, she voluntarily diminishes her possibilities of humanness. For the sake of safety and security, she cripples and stunts herself. <coughs> now, I, I relate to that. I believe everybody is a creative. <clears throat> I know everybody has a Capacity to be creative. And so um, I relate to that, not so much that, you know, it, it like I have see, I you might be able to tell that I even have a weird relationship with the quote by me kind of going, well, like I'm not trying to be like, uh, you know, I I'm being ambivalent about my own talent you know, like I don't want to come off this arrogant way or what have you. But that's the whole point that if I just trust in myself, that I unleashed myself, that if you, the person listening to this podcast, unleashed yourself into that creative potential that you have and you shared it, I should, the three, the three, here, here we go again, mission of this and, and purpose of my life, encourage, and, encourage, enrich, and empower others, and then the three V's: voice, volition, victory. If you just utilized your voice, moved you utilized your will, you moved, you used your words, you 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 made it into something. That second act of creation, and found victory in that. You 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 are a victor over the victim you listen to that voice, that victorious voice instead of the victim. And I'm preach practice here, preaching to myself here, practicing in real time, sharing with you. These are the struggles that I have, uh, because I don't want to, I, I don't want to seem this way or seem that way or what have you. But in reality, I'm just snuffing out the the light that God has for me when I do that. And so if that's you, if that resonates, please connect with me because man, uh, if we, if we can get together, when two or three, when, when two or more are gathered, there he is with us. So, uh, if, if, if you relate to that, because I, it's definitely part of, part of my, you know, work that I'm doing to trust myself, to have courage, to unleash myself and my creative potential in service to others. Um, so that's that other idea that I'm working on here. So, uh, long winded, I know, but, uh, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this, this is going to be an hour long episode it looks like. So, um, thanks for being here with me. Okay. Um, warrior poetry, warrior poetry. So this is a new one that kind of came up that, uh, you know, I've thought about before. Um, you know, I I had played around with this concept before, and this is not a new concept. It's not an original concept. Other people have been, you know, there's other organizations and ideas out there about warrior poet and things like that. But, uh, really love as a poet myself. Um, I really love the, I really love the, the, the tension, the dynamic tension here, the, how they come together, the kind of, uh, opposite to attract situation with it. And so um I wanted to incorporate it into this idea. I don't know if this will be incorporated into another idea. Again, drafts, right? But um this has to do with the virtue of self-mastery and like who the warrior is, right? The the warrior is a, a master of arms, a master of self, a disciplined, you know, individual, uh, one that is that it, that that marches forward with a certain purpose. And so, um, I wanted this, this kind of idea to, to, to be made manifest and also as somebody who is a poet, like, okay, let's explore this, this, this stern warrior and this artful poet at the same time. Because like, I think about like my physical, right? Like when I train, I don't train, like I, you know, I'm not a professional athlete. I just train to do it. I, I train Physico- physiology drives psychology. It helps me as a person, so I'm only competing with myself. I don't necessarily care about winning a race ever in my life. It would be cool. I'll train like that, kinda. Like, I know, like, I, I know I, I could do more, but at the same time, it's really not the biggest thing. But at the same time, I want to train as if I was a war. You know what I mean? Like, if I needed to go to war, I'm going to go to war. You know what I mean? And so, uh, having fun with that. And, uh, also as a poet, like, how can I be and uh, express my artistic self? And so, uh, I'll, I'll read a, a real quick quote, uh, note as I did some research on this. I think it's really cool. Um, here's some, uh, here's some stuff that kind of speaks to that. Uh, it is a, uh, article from Army U Press. It's like a military thing. And so, uh, talks about in order to promote the high standards of the knight as a virtuous way of life, several rules were created from which to live by. The following is the Knights Templar code of 1150 AD. as famously reconstructed by Prince Matthews of thieves. Uh, in uh Chivalry upholding 2018 so essentially this article is talking about like the history of the warrior poet and like what it means and like uh, this comes from the knight's templar code of 1150 ad which i thought was neat- interesting here's 12 ideas from that and it goes preserve the ancient origins of religion and spirituality seek communion with the feminine face of god Practice the discipline of daily prayerful meditation. Use one's strength only to protect and uphold the weak. Always uphold and represent justice with fairness. Actively pursue scholarly studies of the truth. Strive to embody and exemplify the virtue of wisdom. Respect and include women in balanced harmony. Live by simplicity modesty, and humility. Practice moderation as the foundation of discipline. Shun all forms of pride in oneself and others. Avoid and oppose all forms of gossip and defamation. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. That signed me up. Um, I don't know if some of these like resonated with you or sounded familiar from just this one conversation, but when I looked it up, I was like, yeah, saving the link, warrior poet, love it. So there's that. So let's just do a real quick. Um, we've got, we've got, we got heart, mind, and soul roots and wings, Veritas, trust thyself, warrior poetry that's halfway through and so i hope you're having fun uh if any of these have resonated so far please let me know leave a comment um reach out to me i'd love to continue the conversation again so that's what makes these alive and so uh let's see you know in the interest of time i'm just gonna stick with these five today instead of doing 10 i think i'm gonna do five uh Yeah, let's just do five And so I'm going to do five And then maybe we'll do the next five next week or something um, Let's see Yeah, that's what I want to do Because I want to do kind of a yeah, so that's five. That's five of the 10. And so uh, you will hear, you'll, yeah, so that's fun. So those are five. What do you think of these five? I think that's plenty uh, to go around to think about today. Um, let me know what you think. If you know of anything that kind of coincides with this, again, I'm doing research here. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm incorporating all kinds of stuff to create my own sort of uh, protocol and things uh, to help other people, resources. And so the more resources, the more quotes. the more things that, that you could add to this fire. If you got any wood to add to this fire, please, uh, bring a log, you know what I mean? Bring a, bring a truck roll, bring a cord, of wood, uh, to this fire that I'm building here. And, uh, would love to, uh, talk to you around the fire, uh, that, that, that I'm making keep everybody warm. So, uh, anyway, have a great day. Uh, hope, hope the best for you and we will see you next week. Talk soon. Stay strong.